Recently, we saw the launch of Burning Crusade Classic, and we were nostalgic for the old days of World of Warcraft. But that also has us begging the question, why are we only excited about the new things from Blizzard Entertainment? Well, that's what we're here to talk about on another exciting edition of A Cast of the Past with a brand new episode each and every Sunday. Joining me, a big time Blizzard fan, Keith Poshik from London, Ontario. Keith, That's how me. you doing? Hashtag big time blizzard <laughs> over here. <laughs> but well, no, I would say jokes aside, I like blizzard fan. Yeah, I have most of my life I have spent enjoying a blizzard game in rotation one way or another. At least it's been that way uh, since the last couple of years. Like growing up, Diablo was my jam. There was a time in my life that's well documented that World of Warcraft consumed me. I had like a brief overwatch phase even hearthstone i still love to this day like blizzard has always been a staple in my gaming the games that they make but like you mentioned in your intro things feel like they're changing these mm -hmm. days whether it be like the de design philosophies or the quality that we've always expected from blizzard something feels a little off these days Absolutely. And and I don't think this is even a recent thing. This is I think this has been a slow process that maybe has ramped up more so recently. Yeah, but it's a slow process that's gotten worse and worse yeah, and worse it's kind over of the last been couple snowballing, of snowballing, but it was it started as a very small snowball that is now quite large because we have seen ever since I think Activision acquired Blizzard and I think that even happens around Wrath of the Lich King, but it's no surprise that Cataclysm kind of was the start of the downfall of World of Warcraft and they've they've definitely had some upswings within that game but now recently over the past several years we've seen a lot of the top most recognizable figures within Blizzard have left and we've seen all, all, even you know over the past 2 years even more people leave but um, a lot of big names and they've all, all gone on to do their own projects and it seems like the spirit of Blizzard has really left it, uh, especially over the last, I would say, two years. And, you know, how did this happen? You know, when when companies get acquired, things change, the visions change yeah. and philosophies change. And I mean, we can we can start with World of Warcraft, because I think that's where it's, you know, it's an MMO. So. It's going to, you know, that's existed for how many years now? Jesus, like... God, over 2004, I think it launched. So we're getting close to 20 years. Yeah, it's crazy. And since this game has been live for almost 20 years, seeing kind of how this game has evolved and changed is really one of those signs. And I think we've kind of come into this situation that ever since Warlords of Draenor, sort of the the expansions have felt a little samey to me. Like once they came up with things and, or even Legion with things like world quests and mission tables and things like that, it's like, Oh, the expansions almost don't feel as different because we want to have these same mechanics. Like we yeah. always need this, uh, artifact or some sort of, uh, what is it like 
some sort of resource that we have to grind every expansion. Yeah, exactly. Some sort of power that you need to put into something to get stronger slowly throughout a majority, like not on like a play session, but mm -hmm. through weeks and weeks and weeks, like a treadmill effect where you need to continuously grind away at this one task and stay subscribed because I really think that's one of the biggest reasons why those exist to mm -hmm. make sure people stay subscribed or you're going to fall behind there's always mm -hmm. that fear that well if i don't do this or i miss this for a couple of days well everybody else is still doing it so now i'm behind yeah and i i think that's what one of the big philosophies of blizzard recently recently that i think is kind of disappointing is that i think they're looking at players as numbers more than people right it, they're basically saying oh well these mechanics like the resource grinds and the world quests they keep people logging into the game and if you look at the amount of like daily activities that you have to do in shadowlands or what you had to do in battle for azeroth it's mind-numbing and, and people talked about how world of warcraft classic would eat away all your time there's actually far less grinding thing activities you have to do mm -hmm. in classic things were just way slower in classic but yeah, it's it's a great yeah. example of the, the 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 change in design philosophy because mm -hmm. yes there are grinds that exist in classic and they are quite prevalent if you play it but it's the whole um it's the whole philosophy of want versus need mm -hmm. right because in classic i want to do those grinds i want to sit there and grind the materials for my potions so i can get stronger if i don't want to do it that's fine i can walk away from it and just go go either start a new character choose to do something else not play world of warcraft as an option i don't need to do it in the later games and the later expansions, even just at like the ground floor of hitting max level, you need to jump on that treadmill. Like the second mm -hmm. you hit the level cap on in World of Warcraft these days and Shadowlands being the most recent example, you start on that treadmill. You need to start going to the Maw every week. You need to start doing your mythics. You need to slowly get that gear just so you can get to that point of wanting to do the grind and even even if you decide that you want to commit enough to do that hardcore rating now you're doing all of those grinds that you would do in classic albeit a little easier from those angles on top of the grinds that you've been doing since the point that you hit max level even though you're a little farther along you've progressed a little more they're still there so now you've just snowballed and need to do those things instead of wanting to do those things mm -hmm. and not to mention the fact that they uh, I know this is a huge problem in BFA that I think they tried to change in Shadowlands was just the amount of RNG in the gear itself. Like if basically because yeah, they added stats like yeah. random stats into BFA. And I think that was one of the worst decisions yeah. they ever made. And, and granted, like I said, they did fix things up. But I, I think some of the things that they kind of took away a lot of the focus on and I know they, they did um, have, like I said, mythic dungeons and stuff, but what I really appreciated about Classic and, you know, Burning Crusade and uh, Wrath of the Lich King was the amount of raid tiers and dungeons that they would add 
as the expansion went on. And then we saw in, you know, Cataclysm and then expansions after that, things really dropped off in terms of those things because I think they wanted to focus on all these other things. And I, I think they understood not everyone wants to raid, but I do feel like the kind of that content really suffered because they wanted to do all this other oh, extremely. stuff. extremely. And to the point in Warlords of Draenor, I think they just straight up cut I what mean, they, they were gave going up on to that do. Expansion. Yeah. yeah, they gave up and turned it into Legion. I think there's quotes of them saying that, like, yeah, the stuff that we were going to end BFA with, or not BFA, uh, Warlords of Draenor with, just became Legion. Yeah, and and at the end of the day, like I said, this was a lot of these design changes and things like the uh, LFR looking for raid function and the Dungeon Finder eventually turned enough people away that a lot of these private servers for classics started popping up. And then finally, eventually, we did get World of Warcraft Classic, which I I feel like I'll pat myself on the back a little bit. I did correctly predict uh, many years ago that I think Classic would happen, but it would have to happen at a point where the regular game really was just... <laughs> In a very, very vulnerable point, which and I heard... Battle for Azeroth was Yes, <laughs> I did hear Warlords of Draenor in particular was a really, really dark time. And then, uh, yeah, Battle for Azeroth. I think Battle for Azeroth, certainly, I think that's when things kind of also hit another low point where it made sense to then release Classic. And sure enough, now we have Burning Crusade Classic out. I haven't had a chance to play it. I may eventually get to it, but right now, um, just with everything else going on, I just really don't feel like I could dedicate the time that yeah. I would want to. I had a I had a minute where I was going to turn on or like try out Burning Crusade Classic, because that's really the point that I started getting into WoW. Like I had a character um i started playing during like the classic nax patch and then finally got a character to end game enough around the time that burning crusade came out that i was on like the same level as everyone else when it came out so i stood in line i got the collector's edition got my little nether whelp and was ready mm -hmm. to go in bc and that's really when i hit my stride and wanted to play wow a lot so i i was initially pretty excited for burning crusade classic but once i started digging into what they were offering and i think this is a great example of what the blizzard release or design philosophy is these days it kind of turned me away from wanting to play it because WoW Classic, I, I think they were pretty fair with WoW Classic mm -hmm. at, like, at recreating the thing that you loved from back in the day on just an accelerated patch, mm -hmm. um, like an accelerated patch timeline. And they were pretty fair with all of that. But once I started looking at buying Burning Crusade Classic, I realized that they're not doing that again because now they're adding things into the game the thing that really turned me off with bc classic were the pre-orders honestly and i know it's kind of uh, whatever it's a cosmetic thing i think they have like a limited edition mount for getting the digital deluxe edition or whatever it is of the burning crusade classic but it's a mount that wasn't in the original mm -hmm. burning crusade it's like a it's a nice looking today mount and well, that's not yeah. what you're advertising there anymore. Was so now, much, all of a sudden... Yeah, there was so much um, fever and fervor, I should say, around 
hashtag no changes for World of Warcraft Classic. And that, I mean, the no changes went a little too far, in my opinion, but now they're going the opposite way. And it's like store mounts and buying level boosts and just come everything that goes against the original design philosophy of Burning mm-hmm. Crusade. And I think that is where a lot of this criticism comes from. And yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That definitely turned me off a bit. And how much they were charging for, uh, you know, cloning a character to to the server they ended up actually responding to that backlash by reducing the price after a number of complaints but Mm -hmm. because like the blizzard of old the blizzard that i grew up with would have been like well that's what you got to do you want to you want a character level it yeah enjoy our game yeah the (laughs) philosophy of blizzard back then of hey we're going to put a lot into this raid content into this dungeon content and it's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult to ever get past certain parts but if you do you're gonna feel really accomplished it's they basically had like an nes game mentality of like the content maybe there's not a ton of content but the content is difficult engaging and challenging that if to see the end of it takes a lot of patience and a lot of hard work and but it's worth it, it. yeah but it's worth it and it made it feel special and it made it so that you always were chase you always had that carrot on a stick that you were chasing it wasn't just a trinket that gave you three percent or whatever boost <laughs> but on your you mount. know even even in those uh even in those yeah that, that was a good joke i appreciated <laughs> that carrot on a stick joke but even in those old days that kind of was the fun of it because you can take that exact same design or design philosophy and attribute it to some Something like Diablo 2, where imagine if they, and you know, maybe they might do this with the upcoming re-release, but imagine if you could just pay to get a high-end Diablo character that you can just beat the last difficulty on no problem. I think that takes a lot of the fun out of it, where my... My previous experience playing Diablo 2 was going through all the difficulties and slowly getting stronger, slowly getting that 3% on my raised skeleton as a necromancer and playing the same content over and over, just slowly increasing the difficulty. I loved that loop in Diablo 3 and probably had about 500 hours of doing it growing up. And just the fact that like it, it it's different these days now because now you mm-hmm. can pay to just get to the end and i don't i don't necessarily agree with that especially if you're advertising that you're replicating the old experience yeah. isn't it funny though after the massive success of world of warcraft classic that they were so hesitant to release now we're getting a diablo 2 and then mm-hmm. we're uh hearthstone well, don't forget yeah hearthstone that- even did their own now they have a classic mode for hearthstone isn't that a little funny now that they're going back and doing that for these other but these it hasn't other always titles? been it hasn't always been happy days because they also did that with Warcraft 3 Reforged yes. and that was a disaster which it's like how how all you had to do was like upscale the you know what I mean just upscale the 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 graphics the textures and they could have called it a day and people would have been more than happy with it but it's all the business stuff around it that really just it made it really soured that experience like them even though for most of the player base that would consume the content doesn't 
like it doesn't really apply to but the fact that they put something in it that like hey you have no say if you make a mod for this game blizzard owns it and can do whatever they want with it for the people that are supplying that content that is a huge deal and you are turning off your most hardcore fans that can extend the life of that game and then just immediately wanting them to go do something else and that was really disappointing and then there was a bunch of like server and performance stuff with that game it was a it was a miss all around yeah and i think that just goes again to the new blizzard and their philosophies and how they i just don't think they truly understand their audience anymore and the easy the low-hanging fruit is obviously the whole diablo immortals debacle of trying to make a mobile diablo game when it's you know, the their audience clearly was ready for a Diablo 4 and that's what they mm-hmm. wanted and, and they were dying is. for new. Yeah, I still, really want to play Diablo yeah, 4. <laughs> people really want that. And the Diablo audience being very much like PC oriented gamers, these the hardcore PC audience, they're not really interested in mobile games, especially. I mean, maybe no. if they were like, hey, Diablo 4 is coming out and to accompany it, we have this mobile game. People might be like, OK, cool. But just not reading the room when people have been desiring this game and then this is what you you drop. Yeah, it's very much a slap in the face because like I've tried a couple of those like PC or not those mobile phone hack and slashes. There was a Marvel one I remember playing that I don't remember the name of. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I wasn't a big fan of that experience. And to yeah, just I think the drop off is like crazy because I mean, there was that Fallout Shelter game and it's like, oh, you know, that was fun for like a week, a week and a half. But eventually yeah. you grow tired of having to check your phone like every couple hours to to check in on something. Exactly. And, and especially yeah. when Diablo 4 had been announced at that point and wanting more of that and being like, and them being like, well, actually, here's what you get. It, yeah. was, it was very much a spit in the face. 100%. Uh, and lastly, I mean, you still are in the, the Hearthstone world. So I, I did want to kind of press you on that. I personally fell out of it just be you know i kind of got burnt out i was really into it for maybe three years i want to say and then just eventually my interest and the amount of money you need to put in to basically stay current they they just that scale kind of uh swung the other way where i just i didn't i didn't feel like the investment was worth it anymore but i want to talk to you i know battlegrounds are still very much a thing you're interested in but i didn't know Mm -hmm. if you had any gauge on what is the standard competitive scene like do you think that the hearthstone fan base has taken a significant hit or do you feel like it's still very healthy i think it's very healthy but it took a lot to get there so there was a point in hearthstone where to stay like to get a good chunk of the cards that you need to play the game before all of these new modes came out, you were looking at something like a $500 a year investment just to get the wow. cards because the the expansions come out. There's usually three expansions a year for hearthstone. And to get all the cards, you're probably looking at... 200 300 dollars to get all of them because they have like a pre-order bundle for you get like 70 packs and 
it's yeah it was 70 packs for about 100 bucks and you're not even guaranteed to get all the cards for that hundred dollars and that felt really bad and there was Mm -hmm. a time where that was that that was just it for two or three years that's how you played hearthstone and it wasn't great and then eventually they decided we're gonna make this a little more friendly it's not going to be such an expensive experience we're gonna create like a season pass a reward track that you can earn these cards passively through by playing and the thought was great at first but the numbers didn't add up and it's it's like after it was released it people figured out that like you actually get significantly less and because of what they offered on the rewards track it was things like old expansions and just like dust to recraft and the gold numbers didn't really make sense. So are you saying it was better to just spend the money, it was better to spend the money on the cards as opposed to the season pass? Exactly. It was better to spend the money on the cards and to spend the money on the cards, they were still asking that same astronomical value. So if you wanted to slowly earn these things, you were going to earn them even slower than you were before. It was a very alienating time in Hearthstone. But they reacted, and I'm going to say it's better now and probably the best it's ever been where with the reward track you can earn easily enough to get most of the set for free um just by playing there's it's like a hundred levels per expansion pass and if you get all a hundred levels you're gonna have enough to comfortably get most of the cards these days because Mm -hmm. they've shifted more to like a cosmetic um like um store experience where the the packs still cost the same yes those haven't gone down at all but because you're earning so many slowly you don't feel the need to purchase those anymore instead they're just constantly throwing skins in your face like old retired card backs or new hero skins the type of stuff that you don't need but you just kind of want for fun Mm -hmm. and hearthstone since they've done that have gotten better so it's it's still a very microtransaction uh, driven experience, yeah, but I would uh, argue that TCGs it's a player are. friendly one. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's good to hear. I mean, uh, it, it definitely doesn't seem like it has the same hype that it, it used to have in those first few years. Uh, but it's it's good to know it does have a They're healthy audience. They're taking steps to yeah. put everything in the right direction. It was just so far in the wrong direction that yeah. they they're gonna take. A, it's gonna take. So a while. it's it's one game for Blizzard that has a positive outlook, and we didn't touch on Overwatch, but I think uh, that was a scene that everyone really loved that game at the beginning, and then I think it got a little bit toxic yeah, for o- some overwatch people is kind of overwatch and yeah. like that that that's where the cosmetic uh mm-hmm. selling arm of blizzard we obvi- really stemmed from we obviously saw the um the lead game designer leave for overwatch but we'll see what happens with overwatch 2 coming out but yeah that's still coming out apparently yeah so blizzard i mean there's still there's still sparkles of hope in in the company but it used to be like i said they used to be untouchable and BlizzCon used to be something I eagerly anticipated. Now, I don't even know when the next one is. And I don't know if I care at all, to be honest. Yeah. I'll probably just, if there's a headline a- that catches my eye after it all happens, I'll um, I'll read about it. It used to be a really big deal every time Blizzard released a game. But now you can look at their library and be like, oh, I'm not really that excited about that one. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I think that about covers it. But if you want to continue the conversation and talk about your experience with Blizzard or anything else, we encourage you to visit acastofthepast.com slash discord. We talk about video games, we talk about food, share pictures of our lovely pets. It's a, a great time and a very, very friendly community. So we really encourage you to join other quick plugs. Go follow Keith's stream if you want to watch him build some Legos and have fun conversations. Yeah, that is in everything around me. Here. Yes. Twitch.tv slash Brickhouse Hamilton. And I also have my YouTube channel, personal YouTube channel, youtube.com slash game essays, where I talk mostly about Zelda, but also Pokemon and a few other games that I really love. But that does it for today on another edition of a cast to the finish it off finish it off you get to say it past Ooh, double dipping a cast to the past